0: At Hassle Cattle Company, this Thanksgiving, turkey is out, beef is in. Hassle Cattle is giving our amazing listeners a holiday special with 15% off your entire purchase at HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR15 at HassleCattleCompany.com. Get 15% off your entire purchase. There's nothing better than delicious Wagyu beef as a holiday gift. Serve this up for Thanksgiving, treat your guests right, or you can send this to family and friends for a unique and unforgettable Christmas gift. It will definitely be unforgettable. Use the code DNVR15 at checkout at hasslecattlecompany.com for 15% off your entire order. Also, if you order over $200 in Hassle Cattle Company, you're going to get free shipping. Again, that's code DNVR15 at hasslecattlecompany.com. They've got the best Wagyu beef around. They've got everything from smoked sausage to New York strip to bacon to Wagyu Franks they've got everything use the code DMVR15 for 15% off your order at hasslecattlecompany.com yo the bar cleared out pretty fast tonight very very quickly (laughs) pretty quick what's up everybody and welcome into the losers lounge I got nothing for you you're going to
1: you're gonna have to muster it up. Buck up, fellas. I got, I got nothing up. for
0: you if you're looking for,
1: for like a sire. Buck up because uh, you know we got to get through this. Nuggets win five games in a row. They drop five games in a row here uh, to even things out. Of course, this last five games, a little cursed. It feels a little cursed. We're going to have to get into all of that. First, we're presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Would have hit a huge parlay tonight. Would have been a great one. But PJ Dozier goes down. All I needed was one PJ Dozier three. You put PJ Doger three in your parlay. Oh, that's how I got. <laughs> that's how I got odds on it. First of all, he, I'm sorry for you, man. He has a three in exactly fifty percent of his games, so it was really a 50-50. Okay. All my other parlays hit like immediately, but PJ Dozier goes down. I got uh, Harrison Wind here with me. Is this team cursed? Maybe we'll discuss that tonight. I think it's the main topic uh, <laughs> of discussion. That I don't see. You know, I'm a man of logic, but I don't see any other way. We're going to have to get into it. I got Superstar Dev over here. The
2: answer is yes. Yes, they are cursed. Things are just not well. Jokic, please come back.
1: Please come back. We're begging you. We're begging you. You're watching the show. I know you are. Please come back to us. Um, Both of you guys had brothers tonight here. Wait, your brother was here? Yeah,
2: my brother Oh, I didn't know you had a brother. (laughs) I didn't know you had a brother. I really didn't know you had a brother. It was very shocking. My brother is a guy that just does not come out at all, and he's like, Hey, I'm gonna come down tonight. I'm like, "Oh, well, he picked a bad night to come to the bar. No, 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 he's a down person, so he probably <laughs> he's, <laughs> even, like, he's, he's a like, choice yeah. He's a down person. I like person. it here. <laughs> a lot of like, space uh, to yeah, just Halloween down. vibes around there.
1: Yeah. I like that place a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween vibes. Uh, look who the guys just popped in. It's voting time. Brendan votes here. Hey, fellas. What a game. What I guess get, having fun breaking this down. Uh, we are. We're ready about to, to start, actually, it. so. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't even know where to start, to be honest with you. Um, part you, of you want to is, start with vote? What Malone had to say? Should we start with that? Okay, well, I guess we'll start with that. I don't know, he's that. here. Yeah, you are here. Did you take, uh... You were gone for, like, 30 seconds. Did you take uh, a lot of notes here?
3: I did, take, I did take some notes. Loquacious, was he? Michael Malone, not as pleased tonight. We had our whole bit about his demeanor and staying positive, uh... He dropped the hammer tonight, fellas. Uh, first of all, housekeeping, no update on PJ Dozier, so that's cool. Uh, but yeah, he didn't love the turnovers. First quarter was really bad. Second quarter got much better until the last two minutes of that second quarter, the 18-3 to run.
1: That was so um, ridiculous, man.
3: Everything that was working for us to that point went out the window. And then all of a sudden, we became a selfish team, which led to more turnovers again. And that's where we lost the game trying to tell our guys right now quote don't get bored of success if something is working stay with it of course he's talking about process not results when he says success um because there hasn't been much of that lately i felt like for a time tonight i
0: thought this loss could be uh oh we gave great effort we showed a great fight there was a portion of tonight oh definitely even into the second half there, yeah, i was gonna say even, even into, multiple deep in the yeah. third quarter
1: yeah
3: it was the turnover.
0: I actually,
1: I actually, maybe even into the fourth. A I was going to say, I'll go further. I actually think it was only that second court, uh, second quarter one, because the other moments where the Blazers pulled away, yeah, yeah, you know, Simons hit some tough shots. You know what I mean, like Anthony Simons. Like, yeah, but you know what, Denver's like they they had a hold of of the rope for most of it. Yeah, but they gave up, a uh, eighteen to three run, and no matter what you do, besides that, I mean, what did they lose by tonight? Nineteen points. Nineteen. So 18-point run, that was the game right there. And the, those other moments you can survive this, or you this get game lucky or was whatever. was
0: kind of close to being another it, we fought.
3: It, it was turnovers that cost them the game. It, and was, it was turnovers, turnovers yeah. that set Malone over the edge. And that's a yeah. little bit predictable because it's a lesson they've already learned this year. It cost them. They cut back on those. They started winning. And so, I mean, I think the reason he feels upset tonight is because maybe unlike some of those other games... This was like a winnable game for a while, and I know that big stretch put it away really and put it past the reach in the second half. But that could have been eliminated, as I think Malone's point.
2: Yeah, and um, then when you know that you're playing without your your best player, and also you know in Jokic, every single possession counts. Every single um, you have to be flawless. You have to be spotless, and they went on an eighteen three run. So, in a game that you're supposed to take care of the ball, that's how yeah. you, you you stay close you give up an 18-3 run and not only are you giving up a big run but you're turning the ball over and then they're going on a run. So there was there was no winning in that and you had to know that Malone was going to be upset. And also,
0: I think I know Michael Malone pretty well after these 7 years or during these 7 years. I think what happened at the end of the game and we'll probably talk about that. I think his blood is boiling because <laughs> of that one play that I'm sure we'll get to at the end of the game and he always places, like, a lot of importance on how yep. everybody on his bench plays, yep. even the guys that yep. come in at the very end of the game. It's a culture, it, man. It's, it's a culture thing. It's something that he's always been about for seven years now, and I've got to think that that really pissed him off, to be totally honest.
1: Just realized I'm chewing gum for this right now. Yeah. This how the, how the, unprofessional is yeah, the, the? I mean, it <laughs> feels appropriate, to be honest with you. Doesn't it feel yeah.
2: appropriate right now? Yeah, it feels like we're in a dugout. It
1: does feel like we're (laughs) in a dugout.
3: Um... Last note, any positives to take away? That question was interrupted. No. None. (laughs) We got our asses kicked again. There are no excuses. No, no mo- love for Uncle Jeff? No moral victories. Quick aside, it's morale victories, right? That everyone's trying to say, but they say moral victories. But I think it's moral victories. That's the ex- That's like how it's said, but does that make any sense? Wouldn't no, it be No, that's yeah, a good point, actually. No, no,
2: no, no, what, what's no. What's the
1: moral victory? Well, the moral is the lesson that you learn. No, I, and I guess like that's true. That's yeah, what yeah, it but is. your yeah. morale is
0: what you're keeping up. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but it's a moral victory, not an ethical yeah, you're right, victory. You're right, you're right. Victory. You're right,
3: you're right. I got all right. I don't. Know. I can kind of see where votes coming from. I just, just a thought I had while waiting for Malone to finish yelling at everyone. <laughs> really uh, deep in your can thoughts. Can I, can tonight. I tell you
1: something? Can I interject here? Yeah. So I've been yelled at by Michael Malone a few times. Maybe not yelled at, but it was this or that. But only one other coach has ever like uh, really just. Re- do you guys? I, I remember, you remember. I was there. Do you remember why? So it was. Yeah, Ke- I remember. Of course, it was Kevin McHale. Of course, I remember. And his team had a ton of injuries. You earned this a one. Ton- well, did I? But here's I the thought thing. So whoever asked this question earned it. So they had gone through a ton of injuries. They were like four and they were supposed to. The Rockets were supposed to be very good that year, but they were like four and seven or something, four and eight. And I asked him, "Is there any good lessons you can take away from being shorthanded? But like, is there anything <laughs> you learned about your team?" And he freaked out about it. He shut down the whole presser. He walked off. He got so mad. And then he was fired like three days later. Yep. He was fired. So I'm not saying history is going to repeat himself with Malone. Him but it is one of those, this is the thing, coaches hate. That is a fair question, in my opinion. Oh, it's a good question, It is actually. a fair question, like, is there some? Because honestly, this is what question. If he's in a different mood, he gives you a great answer. If there was practice on Thursday, it's Thanksgiving, there won't be. But if there was practice on Thursday and you go there and you say, hey, like, Aaron Gordon's really started to, you know, spread his wings a little bit here. Is that a thing that carries over? Jeff Jeff Green, Green, you know, are there some things? And then he answers it honestly. But you ask him here, he's feeling all the pressure. He's feeling all this. He freaks out. Look, you've got Jokic injured, Michael Porter.
0: Who the hell even knows what's going on with him? PJ Dozier goes out tonight. Bones Highland is out. You've lost five in a row for the first time since the 2016-17 season. Like, you're down bad. You know, yeah. you're feeling the pressure, and I, you're a 500 team right
3: now. You're in the playing currently. And think like that Bulls game. He goes, "Wow, you guys competed, almost won that game. DeRozan hit six free throws down the stretch. Job well done." Tonight, it's, "Hey man, you guys threw that one away." I know we're used to, "Oh, the other team has more talent." Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. But at a certain point, Malone has to start coaching again and being about execution. And I think he picked a good spot because again, it wasn't the effort; it was the turnovers and. Yes, all the guys were out, but they could have been in that game had they not sort of let go of the rope. So I get it, and we, we know he's going against the grain of his nature uh, every time he comes out and tries to hand out those moral victories. So this was coming eventually.
1: Here's the big takeaway, though, because we'll get to a lot of the other things that happen. The Nuggets are not just shorthanded because the Jokic, every single game right now it seems like they lose somebody. Another And person? tonight... Yeah. BJ Dozier goes down in the second quarter, I believe. Maybe it was first quarter, but early in I think the game. Maybe second. Maybe second. And the way he fell, you know, some injuries you're like, man, let's hope for good news. Let's hope for this. And of course, there's still like, the Nuggets don't have it. At first, they listed him as questionable, like he might return or something before ruling <laughs> him out. was not questionable. Never. Yeah, questionable. He, I don't think he was ever I think that, yeah, I don't think he was either. He came down that looked really bad. It didn't look like your typical, you know, it didn't look like, to me, it looked like, oh, something has to be torn there. And the fact that he could not even stand up to walk out, he had to be carried out by, I think, Vlaco Chantra. I can't remember who else was trying. Good uh, thing they called him up for the G League. Yeah, <laughs> just for that. Like, yeah, we needed it. Um, honestly, I, I, I really worry about P.J. Dozier yeah, yeah. because as much as he has had an, an up-and-down, mostly down season, so has that entire bench, I do think that he's a talented player that is easily, in my opinion, easily, even you talk about that second unit, who are some guys that – J- Michael Green, to me, we'll talk about him a little bit later. Maybe he's not a guy that deserves a spot. P.J. Dozier's bad as he was, I'm still like, yeah, they they need him. Like, he, well, whatever it is, he, they PJ need P.J. Dozier, this might sound
0: crazy, it might not. He might be more of a playoff player than a regular season player, <laughs> just because the bench has been so bad, and he's kind of a weird fit with that group they've got on the bench. 100%, 100%. And you can totally see how he would be so valuable in a playoff environment, because... You play the bench less, and he'd be playing with the starters more, and he's such a good defender that you could use him.
3: So if he's out for the year, it's, it's a huge loss. And um, also, um, he was Zeke just got back. So you can slot P.J. back to three now and not four. He just had to go through that again.
1: Not to mention, and we're going to get to this in a little bit, but Zeke's been playing well. Like, I like how he's They're playing. trying to start figuring out who are the guys who are not the guys with that second unit, and I honestly think they were getting closer and closer to figuring it out. And P.J. could be a huge part of that. For him to go down tonight on a game that just didn't like it's not that they, Malone shouldn't have rested PJ Dozier I'm just, but right. on
2: a night that was like it didn't matter the game doesn't matter this or that it's it's painful man because he's a piece yeah and a big a big thing of what you just said is that it was a, a game that really didn't mean much heading into the season that was a, a big emphasis for coach Malone was PJ Dozier's health right he brought it up on multiple occasions yeah. when just talking about you know the team and then also you have to remember that PJ Dozier is playing out of position This is a guy that's just kind of doing whatever the team needs, and he's a, you know, like he's a big guard, but he's also now playing at the the wing and the the power forward at times, and he's not those things. So this is a guy that's doing whatever he has to and and trying as hard as he could, to to just basically fill this void for the Nuggets, and he hasn't been playing to his, uh, up to his up to par or whatever to. How he's supposed to be playing because he's playing out of position
0: i've seen two tweets from nuggets players
1: for like pray for pj dozier
2: yeah me too already
1: Not so bad. that sucks that yeah, really should well sucks, guys man. don't forget i mean on a personal level he's in a contract year oh it's pj terrible. dozier has it's never terrible. brought no, look, he's not going to go hungry. Like he's made a little bit of money in his, but he's never had that big contract. That was coming up for him, where he got the little bit of stability. Which for him, I mean, how much did we talk about that leading up to the season? Of you course. Know? And this was a year. And by the way, his health was a thing. But this was the year that you would expect he could sign a three-year, ten million-dollar deal. That's enough money. That's like, hey, whatever else you happens in your life, really, or your career, you're going to be okay. So for that to kind of have to like kind of flash before him. Hopefully, he can. Hopefully, there's good news. Yeah. And this isn't as bad as it certainly appears to be. But from the Nuggets perspective, there's just no question to me that you looked at the emergence of a Jeff Green. You look at the um, Zeke Naji starting to come in. Bones Highland, we think, can be a player. Even, guys, shout out, faku has been playing better lately. Honestly, sure. like, he's actually had more good games than bad games over the last five.
3: Third game I have noticed now where Faku and Zeke play together. Right. And between the two of them, it looks better.
1: Right, right. So there were some things happening with that second unit, and I really think P.J. Dozier could have had a part of it. So it's just really, to me, it's a big loss. It's a really, it's it's a really unfortunate another loss, another layer to all of this for Denver. Might yeah. not show up immediately in like the regular season, but as you mentioned, I do think their best form featured him as part of a rotation. Oh. Definitely, yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> it's rough, That's man. So dark, dude. It's rough. Um, let's before we take our first break, let's get to the bowl bowl thing. Actually, do you have the clip, Kale? Is Kale not there? Um, I think fine. I, miss, I mean, missed I, this line, I think so. everybody on the internet has yeah. retweeted it um so just look at the internet it. yeah you look at dad he retweeted a, that, a yeah. clip of it the final like bull bull doesn't play we thought as shorthanded as they were maybe he'll get in the game maybe he won't tonight he doesn't he's not really in the rotation he goes out there he throws a behind the back pass that's kind of like a it was unnecessary it's kind of like a little dinker that wasn't even like a good behind the back pass yeah um and then on a, the following possession Guys running down. Who was it, by the way? Do you know? Greg who? Brown. Greg Brown. Greg Brown. <laughs> who? <laughs> Who's going down. He goes for the the dunk. And look, I don't know if something was said on the court, like, let me have this one or what. But Bull just stops running. He could have. Let me he have this one. <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> the way he this stopped. I know. is that what it looked like? By the it's like way. an
2: all-star game where you want to, like, not yeah. hurt somebody and you get Play them this them. clip here because and this it, is going to be,
1: look, he just stops. He says, go for it, man. Do your thing. There you go. And it's hard to see from this clip. Austin Rivers gets up and is like, yo, what the hell? Austin Rivers gets up and leaves the floor. Say what you will about Austin Rivers. He understands the unwritten rules of a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like He understands. Like yes. He's brought this stuff up before. Who was it? Oh, Jamal Murray when he was at the Suns and Four Guys party or whatever. Yep. And he hopped on Instagram and he's like, hey, man, that's not it. I'm going to DM you and explain <laughs> yeah. why this could be seen as it was by all of us as like a huge slap in the yeah. face. Hops to the on very Instagram people,
0: to DM somebody.
1: To the very <laughs> people who are your biggest supporters It can feel like a slap in the face. You know that this is like, first of all, it's ter- this is a terrible look. I would not be surprised. You're, I'm, I agree with you, by the way. Malone, upset at the end of this game. That play happened, I'm sure it was you, like a it volcano. why he was like well, right I think I mean, he would have been mad either play, way, but I think that one was like, yeah. he's this not going to sleep tonight. If you look at this
0: play, it also happens right in front of Michael well, of Malone. Of course it does. <laughs> so <laughs> that just compounds the issue. Here. You know he saw it
3: happen right in front of him. About asking Bull, hey, can I have this one? He might just say, yeah, it's a sound strategy. <laughs> oh, of course. I, I would do that like, in like, a second know. quarter. Bull doesn't like, understand, Like
1: from watching him, it really doesn't seem like he understands like, how this whole thing works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't understand. <laughs> Jeff. And by the way, Stan Van Gundy was great on the call tonight, in particular Very good. a couple of key moments. But one of them was that one right there where he's like, you have to understand when you're an end-of-the-bench player that every second you're on the court, every second. everybody is watching you and judging you. Not just the Nuggets players who are your teammates, not just the Nuggets coaches who determine if you're going to play or not, but any – any team that would ever pick you up totally that one now makes the real and it's like do we want a guy that does this hell no
2: yeah so a lot of the the conversation around bowl is why is he not playing more he has so much potential this is a guy that should be playing and now if you're another team or you're another fan base you go to those type of minutes the little minutes that you see bobo play he's pouting he's giving up on plays so, like you said, uh, this was a tryout type of moment for him. It's a nationally televised game. You're like, hey, what can Bobo do? What are things that we could see from him? Right now, I would say he's, he's not a locker room guy. He's not a guy that you could bring around and um, build up the culture. He's not a guy that's going to work extremely hard with all of these um, talents and, um, you know, just intangibles. He's 7'11". He's, he's Right. You know, like he's he has everything, and then he has those type of lapses in the game where it's like, okay, how how are so many people defending you, when you give us those type of moments?
0: Yeah, I've I've been tough on Bull, but I've actually felt like he's had a couple of good stints over the last few weeks or so. Sure, like that first half of that Dallas game, I thought he, he played some of the best just team basketball that I've ever seen him play, just in a system, in a scheme, playing within the offense. But if you just compare the effort that Zeke Nagy gives every time he's out there to bowl bowl. I mean, it's no surprise Zeke Nagy just vaulted him in the rotation like that. I mean, Zeke Nagy, you know what you're getting. You know he's gonna go 100% every time. You know he's gonna hustle. He might make a dumbass play, he might turn it over, but he's gonna give you 100% effort. And like, that stuff is valuable. That's a valuable skill.
1: Effort's a valuable skill for an end of the bench guy. I'm such a believer, you, this is, I'm going full old man here, but I'm such a believer in like the situation doesn't have to be perfect for you to succeed in anything, this isn't just basketball. Right, right, but like right. the older I get, the more I'm like, life when you're young, when you're 20, 22 years old, yeah. 21, 22, when you're that age, you, every, you don't realize how long life is, yeah. like it's really long, I'm only 37, but when I was 22, it felt like, man, this is everything, yep. you know, what, I'm not getting a chance here, this is ruining me, whatever. You don't you wait for the thing to be perfect in life? You never get to take advantage of it. But if you just like always just bust your hump every single time, yes, you might get screwed out of an opportunity here. You might get screwed out, but if you do that every single time, eventually you'll break through. And I think it's so true of the most competitive fields in the world, NBA basketball being like top of the list. There's only so sure. many players. Like, this is how it is, man. Is it fair that Bull Bull got drafted to a team? Well, maybe it was because nobody, everybody else passed up on him. But I'm saying, like, was it fair that he didn't enter a situation that was perfect for him to fail and do this? No, like, he had to, you know, he's had to go through these ups and downs. But we're three years into this. He had an opportunity tonight to impress, maybe earn some more minutes. And instead he chose this path and to do that. And it's just, it's so disappointing, man.
2: I yeah. honestly
1: don't know if he'll play again.
2: Yeah, what message are you giving to the team? What message are you giving to those other innovative? I bench don't even guys? think I don't even think Malone needs to worry
1: about that. Yeah. Because but, I think the team received the message. Yeah, themselves. for sure. But I'm you just know.
2: saying when when you try to defend or when a guy like tries to make a case for themselves. Like, I understand that Bo Bo is frustrated, but what message did you give to everyone that I will you know I will give up on you on these type of times? Or also it's like I can't play people over you because these are the type of minutes you give. Things are going your way and you're you're pouting. You things are going your way and you're giving up on Everyone else, I know a lot of this is going to be like, okay, he didn't lose the game, but also he's not sending the right message, and playing him wouldn't be the right message. Right. Like, He made an already tough situation even worse. I'm disappointed in Ball, but I'm also kind of sad
1: for him. I really am. Like, I don't know if he'll get another chance like at another team. Like, This is last year in Denver. Maybe another team takes a flyer or a camp invite or this yeah. or that, but I don't know that it's going to be the way – a lot of the, of the fans, you know, like fans love bowl. They love the idea of him. I get it. Like, I love the idea of bowl, too, man. I want him sure. to exist. But I have just heard too many stories. When this happened tonight, I just am not at all surprised. I've heard too many of these types of stories. And I don't know that you get that many opportunities in this, in this league. A lot of guys think they're getting a lot, and they just disappear. They drive well, quick. The guys who get one opportunity to redeem
0: themselves after another are, you know, lottery picks, right, first-round right. yep, guys. Yep. If you're a second round guy, sure. if you are a undrafted free agent, leverage is in the other
1: side of yeah. the table. You get one shot a lot yeah. of times.
0: And and Bull is so talented and he's so intriguing and he's, he's done it in the past at, at times where he might get another shot just off that alone. But normal second round picks, this kind of stuff happens. You don't get another
1: shot. Yeah. Um, we don't have to go in on too long. It just was a bad, really bad garbage. Maybe his worst garbage that we've had because of those high profile. Yeah. It ones, was just an
0: exclamation point on a was, bad yep. night. And when vote said that Michael
1: Malone said yeah, was
0: so right pissed and that there was nothing to take away, yeah. knowing Michael Malone like I think I do, I know that really, really ticked him off. Yeah. All
1: right, let's take our break. On the other side, though, so there are some positives. Zeke Nagy is one of them, and I want to talk, and I'm going to give a, share with you a stat about Zeke Nagy <laughs> okay. that I think you guys might be interested in, uh, interested to hear. Make sure to pick up some Mile High
0: City Copper Lager from Breckenridge Brewery this week. Great beer. It's the beer that we drink watching Nuggets games throughout this entire season. we still got a lot of season left to play. we got a lot of Mile High City Copper Lagers to drink, <laughs> uh, so make sure to pick some <laughs> up from Breck brew picks them up from your local liquor store your local grocery store as well if you're out the Breck brew farmhouse Check out all the beers that they got on tap there. Check out their food selection as well If you're local stop in the the DNVR bar, we got tons of Breck brew options on tap a beer for definitely everybody Also snooze sleep the snooze flip Snooze uh, sleep hooked us up with uh, a lot of these snooze flip mattresses. They're awesome. Customizable, the most universal mattress on the planet. You can customize your sleep experience to fit your needs. One side is soft, one side is firm. You can flip to the side that fits your body best. The cover of the snooze flip also reversible, with one side up to five degrees cooler and cozy warm on the other side. So if you like firm, soft, hot, cold, uh, the snooze flip you can totally customize it to fit however you like to sleep. Can I give you the secret to the
1: the Let's snooze hear flip? It. The adjustable base. The adjustable base. I told you guys about this, right? The base, and it, like, will raise you, like, do you want to watch TV in bed or work in your laptop or put your feet up or do this thing? All these different, and then, like, it has a little remote. I'm telling you, game changer. Wow. Well, that adjustable base, you can get $250 off. It used to be for old people. Do you remember this on TV at night? They had to, like... Old people, like if you're in a hospital, they have this feature. <laughs> I'm telling you. you gotta, I am envisioning a hospital bed right but, now. No, but I'm telling you, you get it to your own bed, and all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? This is kind of nice. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nice. nice. No, it's not. It's, it's really nice. Yeah.
0: So you get $250 off the cus- uh, the custom base, the adjustable base with the code DNVR. You're also going to get 50, uh, $250 off the mattress, too. So $250 off the mattress, $250 off the adjustable base when you use the code DNVR at snooze sleep.com Check it out.
1: Alright, we're back here. Let's get to some let's uh <laughs> let's get sorry some, something funny on the town to some positives. Oh, I'm gonna start okay. with Zeke Naji. Okay. I thought he was very good tonight. I thought Zeke Naji was has been good. He's been knocking down his shots. Yep. He has been knocking down his shot. And I even think defensively, like he makes rotations, he does things he does things well. I like I honestly have a lot of confidence in Zeke Naji. What's crazy is He now has one, one fewer three-point made this season than Jamichael Green. (laughs) One, isn't that insane?
2: He's played 200 fewer minutes.
1: That's wild. Over
2: 200 fewer minutes.
1: And he has one fewer three-pointer.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just kind of goes to show that he understands where to be on the floor. Like his spacing is there, he has a, a high IQ. He understands where to be, which is, you know, pretty wild because that's coming from a vet who's been in this league for so long, but is now in a situation where he has to score. And then, you know, Zeke, who's really young and just kind of understands what to do. But you want to talk about a guy understanding his role on the team and understanding um, how valuable those minutes are he gets an opportunity, he's going to yep. be up for those yep. opportunities. He's going to try to go after every single rebound. He's going to uh, lock in on whoever he's uh, defending. It doesn't matter who his, uh, who his person is. He's going to try his hardest to be out there. He gets seven rebounds in this game and knocks down the three ball. What more do you need from a guy like that, especially an end-of-the-bench guy? So he really does understand what he's supposed to do in that game, and that's something that you could take away and understand. Like, okay, I'm going to play this guy because he's going to give his all.
1: Knowing your role is like half the battle when you're an eighth man, and I don't think mm-hmm. Zeke's more than that, at least at this moment, like eighth, ninth, tenth guy. But he knows his role and he does it well. And here's the thing, Harrison: his energy on defense is incredible. Yeah he he doesn't always like he's does he's not that long, you know. He doesn't always get to the spot. He doesn't. He's not that. He's kind of a tweener, and that he's not, not the smoothest guy either. I don't kind care. But, I don't care. But I actually feel like this serves him because one of the things that sucked about the summer was he was exploring his game, and it's like. <laughs> fully explored nothing's there like let's go back to not exploring it so i actually don't mind that he doesn't have any of that because it's like just we don't nobody expects him to do it but his energy on defense is consistent he always plays hard and that again that's half the battle yeah he's just he can be a star in his role
0: and that's what you're looking for when you're searching for role players and the three points that i mean it speaks to Zeke shooting it pretty well from three this season. And I'm just so happy that we never have to talk about that summer league again. <laughs> because he's just done this It's
1: officially buried. Right.
0: We never have to mention it again. Okay.
1: Because we probably will though. We, we don't have to though. What about what about preseason?
0: No, we don't have to. Okay. Because
1: yeah, you in, actually don't have to because have in two to.
0: regular seasons now that's true. Which we'll matters one, one and a
1: quarter, but yeah.
0: Five hundred percent more than right. any preseason or summer league game, he's knocked down the three. So we never have to speak of that again. But that's that. Also speaks to how ice cold Jermichael Green's been from three throughout the year, and he's even been a little hot recently. He had two threes <laughs> against the Suns. He had a three tonight.
1: Right. So it speaks to both He's at twenty two percent. He's at twenty two percent on the season. Yeah. Um, I actually, it's funny. I debated with my Locked On co-host Matt Moore about this. Not on the air, although we'll probably have to do that again. Maybe tomorrow we'll have this debate. But we do, we debated this. We went back and forth about you know Jermichael Green. Zeke Najee, who deserves, quote-unquote, deserves the minutes. And, you know, I wasn't fully in on on one side or the other, but I thought, you know, Jermichael Green does need to be evaluated for what he's producing to this team, this or that. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready (laughs) to say I I just think Zeke is a better player, and Jermichael Green... He misses a lot of defensive assignments. He's kind of too small to be playing the position Denver needs, mm-hmm. and the fact that we are now what seven? No, eighteen games into the season, and he's yeah. just not. It's not a shot. like we're five
0: games into the season. Correct. You know, I
1: actually feel pretty. And Zeke Najee, by the way, Denver used the first round draft pick on him. It's not like they're right. not invested in him actually turning out to be good. I I think that. Zeke Naji probably deserves an opportunity in this rotation.
2: See, so when you go through deserve uh, versus, like, who's been, you know, playing better, I think that's where it becomes the battle. When you come to deserve, I think that you're looking at it as Jermichael Green is a veteran and also, like, familiarity. So, like, instincts start to kick in. He's seen this before. He knows what to do when the moment's bigger. And then you but he misses his assignments. This is, one of the things about being a veteran
1: player is you don't like make mis- mistakes sure. or, or that. But he's even doing that.
2: Yeah, I think so. But also, he's playing a lot more minutes. It's not yeah. to say that Zeke wouldn't miss those assignments if he's going against sure. other people's starters or if he's playing a lot more minutes. So I think it's really just like him going through the motions. But also, like on the the, the flip side of that, Zeke Najee only going to learn if he plays a lot right. more. Right. You could only trust him if he's playing those type of minutes. And we've seen how good he's playing, played alongside Jokic. Everybody looks better alongside, alongside Jokic. So these are like learning type of things. So I think it's just really just like this is a guy that has the time. This is a guy that hasn't done it or we haven't have seen it yet. But I'm starting to flip on that side as well. Of So you're not there. S- I'm not there quite yet. Hmm. But I, I'm like, I'm starting to get there. I do you really, have
1: confidence if if, if Zeke Naj is let's say J. Michael Green? We find out he's out for five games. Do you have confidence Zeke Najee would do as good of a job if he stepped into that role as as
2: J Mike would? Absolutely. Done? Okay. Especially in a regular season. Yeah. I think it really does matter. Yeah, also, I think that's the real. only way that you will learn. Really, that's the only way that he could get there.
1: I'm not sure either. Guys in the playoffs, though, to be honest with you, that's why I said eighth, ninth, tenth guy because yeah. they're. Maybe every now and situationally in a playoff Look, game. Look, I
0: think it'd be a different conversation if the Nuggets were, you know, not nine and nine, but they're a five hundred team right now, yeah. and the bench has looked like shit all season. Yeah, it just is what it is, man.
1: So, what side of your argument here, Najee. Okay,
0: if the Nuggets were at the top of the West and winning, and the, and the bench looked solid, and Jamichael Green was was looking good, you know. This really wouldn't be a conversation because you just always give those minutes to the vet, no matter how good Zeke Najee looks. Yeah. But Nuggets are a five hundred team right now. They're in the playing. Uh, they need some energy. They they need some new. They need some spirit. They need some fire, and, and Zeke can bring that. So, I think he deserves the minutes.
1: You also think about it's funny, man, talking to George Carl now so much and doing that show with him because he really just hates young players. I mean, you talk about coaches that doesn't like young players. George Carl really, really doesn't see him. And you look at a player like a Bones High, like Denver's young players that could be assets that you say, okay, what's there to trade? You really look at, outside of your big star players, you look at Bones Highland, you look at Zeke Naji. If Denver ever wanted to upgrade and say, hey, let's let's try to get one more veteran piece that fits our routine, part of our top six or seven, like who is that? One or both of those guys are guys you'd have to get. And right now, Zeke Naji has no value. I think he would, though. I mean, he shoots like 50% from three right now. Yep. I think he would if you played him another 30, 40 game. So either he's a piece of the team and it's like, hey, it's a cheap contract for another two years. Or it's a, we don't, have, we didn't want to have to do this. He's our eighth guy, but yep. it just netted us a player. That's like, Hey, you know, this is actually a guy we could really use. And this team's ready to fold and, yeah. and throw. I mean, out. one of the,
0: one of the issues I think I've had with just the construction of this team and how just things have gone is the end of the nuggets bench is, like, a little unplayable. Right. You know, like, maybe not unplayable. Some of those guys are, like, Marcus Howard, Bowl, But some of those guys just also haven't played, so you just
1: can't really trust right. them. Vlatko. Um, like, Denver does have, uh, I think, too many of those guys. Right. You probably need two. Two guys backs per, per roster right. that are, like, projects, whatever. And
0: Zeke was so far this season has been kind of flirting in that territory. He's got to jump over to the side of, okay, we trust this guy if we need to put him into the rotation. And
1: the only way you get there is by playing. Um, Another guy, you know, it's funny we haven't hit Jeff Green yet because I want to hit, first, I want to hit Aaron Gordon, who is just... I I tweeted about him a lot tonight because I just I'm so impressed with him. I'm so impressed with what he's done in Jokic's absence. Just getting to the cup, just constantly putting his head down and trying to go to the basket and You know, his handle's not very tight. There's parts of his games that I think are very frustrating. I think part of why I'm so enamored with him as a player is where I have him. Like, he's way better as a fourth or fifth scorer than I thought. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's really good at getting to the basket. He puts his head down. He's a mismatch. He's smart. He knows how to do these different things. He guards. He can do so. I'm just so impressed with him. And he's one, for me, one, like, really bright spot. Even though he was only five of nine tonight, 11 points, I look at some of those things and I go, Denver needs this version of him all the time. When Yoke comes back, when Porter comes back, when Murray comes back, when they have yeah. all these guys, if he can attack that way, no team has somebody that can guard Yoke, Murray, Barton, and Aaron Gordon if he's attacking, and Michael Porter on the perimeter. Like, it, There's something there. and that uh, I'm seeing it more this season, and I'm really seeing it more over the last two weeks than I have saw at any point last year.
2: Yeah, what I love most about Aaron Gordon right now is that his game is just adapting like at different in key point like parts of the game they they need him to do things and he does them right now his game has evolved first he was shooting three pointers now he's getting to the rim because they need more of it now he's creating mismatches it's not even like he's uh, seeking them out he just knows when he has a mismatch and he's just so strong he's also like a, a an incredible defender and he's also his confidence is just seeming to grow Even though the losses are starting to compile, he's still, like, playing at a really high level. Um, And when Jokic gets back, if we could get this component of him and just this, like, him playing at this high level, that's just going to be a duel that actually, like, is just, it was already good, but it's just going to reach higher levels.
1: The other guy that deserves a big shout-out is Jeff Green. 24 points tonight. Um, you know, plus minus isn't great. 35 minutes, he's minus 22, which is second worst on the team. But 24 points, four rebounds, three assists, three block shots, nine of 16, including three of four from three. Easily the king of the game tonight. I mean, that's a. Yeah, was the
0: DraftKings king of the game. I just Draft King's my, yeah. king of the
1: game, man. Very easily the DraftKings king of the game. i, just I gave him a lot an of a in my grades. And you're giving him an A. Yeah.
0: um Look, I was looking up uh, Jeff Green's game logs from last year because I was like, how many times he scored 23, 24 points? Uh, he didn't score 24 last year, but he scored 23 a couple times. Scored 22, scored 21. It's like he scored the ball last year, and people were getting on Jeff Green earlier in this season. Really well, the his last, last well, we were
1: people were. I like it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, it was doing it. I was. No, and honestly, I was. Yeah, his energy level is. Still, he's got the Wilson Chandler speed to him, right? But he had the you know energy level.
0: About? I thought of like a 13 year vet who was in the first month of the season and sure. Sure. And like we could criticize him for that because it was really bad at times, but um, he could still score. He can still hit from the mid range. He he can, he can step up and, and be an offensive focal point
3: when you're down this many guys. Well, we heard we got podium game, second game in a
1: row, we heard from Jeff Green tonight. It's kind of the face of the Nuggets lately, to be <laughs> no honest. No kidding. It was the face of the Nuggets. It wasn't Barton tonight. Barton, was, Bart, we'll talk about him later. He was really bad tonight.
3: Yeah, you know what's funny, though? You go back, you see his box score, eight rebounds, seven assists. He did turn it over four times, but it's kind of yeah. A, yeah. the seeming passivity and the hesitancy on the drive.
1: But, and the, but and, th- and the turnovers. It's funny, man. Minus 24 also sticks out quite a bit. Sure, but I mean, individual plus minus, yeah. Um, whatever. He just didn't look like he had a lot of aggression to him tonight.
3: He did not look like he wanted to drive the ball, which is... I mean, he didn't take a shot, I don't think, in his first stint, or he took one, I don't remember. And then three of six from three ends up booing his night. But, like, yeah, he looked really tentative on the drive, which is curious because, you know, he was not on that injury report. That's, um, that's
1: the thing about this is, one... I mean, I guess Denver could, like if he was injured, just sit him too and be like, we're probably not going to win these games anyway. We lost by 19 tonight and maybe just rest everyone. But then I also wondered, I wonder if there is like, because he's missed so much time lately, I wondered if there was like, it wasn't reported, but I wondered if there was a games played clause in his contract. Uh. Because he looked to me like a guy that could have used a night off tonight.
3: Yeah, maybe. Mm. Maybe they just felt like it was a winnable game. Like you said, Malone loves those division games. We talk
1: about these games as if they're not winnable, but those guys always believe always they're winnable. Like, that, yeah, uh, they yeah. do not have our perspective. Especially why they're NBA players.
3: Five-point yeah. game in the first half or whatever uh-huh. it was at one point. Yeah, the Nuggets led at one point. Anyway, Jeff Green, what was the message tonight? Quote, we can't allow teams to outplay us at this point. I think meaning effort, hustle. With all the bodies we have uh, gone, it's going to be a collective effort that we have to maintain throughout the game. Hmm. Um, on the second quarter run and uh, was ultimately another talk in the locker room after the game. Quote, some guys stepped up and said their piece, and then we move forward. Who it do ha- we think se- stepped up and it said It happened. Something. We've got to put this game behind us. We've got to collect our mentals. Hmm. There was a follow-up. Is it hard to collect your mentals right now, given these injuries just keep piling up? Jeff Crean says no. As pros, we have a job to do, regardless of who is on the floor. On P.J. Dozier,
1: he's bummed.
3: He's just bummed. He's mad he got hurt. We also spoke with Monte Morris tonight.
1: God, I feel so bad for P.J. Dozier. Monte
3: Morris uh, was emphatic. Yeah, me too. Monte Morris spoke. It it was probably a different tone that I've heard from Monte than I've heard all year. Um, Interesting. We just got to be tougher. Nobody is going to feel sorry for us. We have enough talent to compete. We just have to be uh, tougher. We're getting punked out there. Hm. That's not who we are. We ever have been. It's not fun getting beat. Twenty plus motherfuckers putting it between their legs. It's embarrassing right now. Um, that was. A That's the of-
1: other part of this bull. and I'm gonna go back to it. But it's the other part of it is like a guy going through the legs. It's. It is a thing where you're kind of like, hey, man, they're putting it on. Yeah, they're putting like it on right dunk now. Contest a, out there. Let them do it. This is kind of We're all having fun here, I, that's right? That's what no, Dev man. said
0: earlier. It was like an all star game. Yeah. That's what it felt like that play.
3: Yeah, so those were, you know, a bunch of different quotes, a couple of ellipses in there, spliced it all together. But that was basically the highlight reel of, of Monte's uh, multiple responses, in which um, he seems a little fed up, too. I think they're sort of pat. I think they all had the same perspective on this one. They didn't want to just chalk it up to being shorthanded, they felt like they could have played better. Um, on PJ, Monte says, we don't know anything, but it just sucks right now. Everyone kind of embraced him in the locker room because you never know what someone is going on uh, through on or off the court. Prayers for PJ. He's a really, really good friend of mine. Um, and then just for what it's worth, he agreed with Malone's major takeaways that they just keep going away from what works. In all these games, we can highlight little stretches where, wow, they're making a run. Oh, wow, they grabbed the lead. And you know, whatever it seemed to be working for them in those runs, they abandoned it a little bit. So that's that's sort of where they're at right now is like, hey, if something's working, we don't have to go away from that. But but this was not the um, this was not the orange slices moral victory presser tonight. Yep. No way. Do you mean morale victory?
0: <laughs>
3: whatever, dude.
2: <laughs> uh, sure. Whatever, dude. They used to say there's
3: no dumb questions, but every time I ask a question,
1: everyone looks at me like a <laughs> an idiot.
2: Yeah, I just don't ask him. Yeah, that's okay. good. <laughs> I gotta a just good. stop talking.
1: Let's take a break. On the other side, we can kind of wrap up with some final thoughts before we get into Thanksgiving. Answer a couple super chats and uh, go a home. few days. <laughs> take a couple of <laughs> much needed days off
2: yeah. from the Denver Nuggets.
1: Uh-huh. So this is a new sponsor
0: of ours, guys. Saturday Neon. Uh, SaturdayNeon.com uh-huh. What this company is, is they design and manufacture officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. So just envision like a sign in a bar, like Bud Light, Coors Light. But these are really well done, huge signs of your college logo, your college mascot. Yeah, we have the CSU and CU ones here in the office. They're massive, they're really cool, super well done. It's a Denver-based company, locally owned and operated, free shipping with them as well. Kind of customizable, you get like a dimmer remote with them as well, easy to mount. Uh, they look awesome anywhere in your man cave. Um, throw one in your kitchen. See if your wife or girlfriend says anything. Uh, don't tell yeah, they, <laughs> Don't tell them I said they that. They probably won't notice. Yeah. But great Christmas gift idea as well. So SaturdayNeon.com. Use code DNVR10 for 10% off this purchase. Great idea for a Christmas gift for a big college sports fan uh, if you're looking for a gift for one of those people. Um, this week on DraftKings, of course... Thanksgiving, be thankful for free bets on Thanksgiving. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a turkey day no-brainer that you can't miss. New customers, you can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets. If either team scores a point, all DraftKings customers can also get in on the new same-game parlay offers. NBA, NFL, get in on those same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game. Win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. Promo code DNVR this Thanksgiving. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call one 800 0 4700 Finally, Hassle Cattle Company. Right now. Might be a little too late to order meat for Thanksgiving. But not but, too
3: late for Christmas. But not
0: too late for Christmas. Or,
3: or Hanukkah. Or Hanukkah. You guys hear that? It's the holiday beef train coming the holiday through. holiday
0: beef train! <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you,
3: yeah, you. you can still
0: use the code DMVero15 to get 15% off your entire order at HassleCattleCompany.com. For Christmas, for whatever holiday you're celebrating, order up. HassleCattleCompany.com. They've got all you could want. Use the code DNVR15 to get 15% off your entire order. Pull together with a couple friends, spend over 200 bucks, get free shipping as well. I'm telling you guys, do it, do you, it. Use code DNVR15 for 15% off your purchase
1: from hasslecattlecompany.com. Do it, do it. Do um, you guys see the stat I put out? I was waiting, I had the, this one all lined up and ready to go. Nuggets are nine to nine. They're plus 120 with Jokic on the court, minus 123 with him off. Yeah. Not white wild. It would be wild if we had. It's actually not wild
0: because yeah, i yeah. yeah
1: I've, I've watched the, every minute of the those. Thing, they have still <laughs> played more minutes with Yoke than without.
2: <laughs> All and yet they've
1: gotten outscored more without him. Do you think Yoke's watching this game, being like,
0: "Oh man, I can't wait to get back and, and we, <laughs> for us to start winning again," or is he watching and being like, "What am I walking into?" Oh god. What
2: those numbers tell you though is literally what an mvp is that's that's literally all it is if a guy is out and their team literally can't get anything done and then he comes back and they like are are together or they're playing really good basketball that's that's mvp
1: yeah one of the crazy things so draymond so Jokic is 11th and overall plus minus which is just insane because he's only played 14 games. Almost everybody ahead of him is 17 or 18 games. Mm-hmm. Um, Draymond Green is on the 15-2 and two Warriors. He has one. His plus minus is one higher. He has one plus 121. They're 15-2. and two. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that wild? I mean, he's got stuff that helps, but it's still <laughs> it crazy. It must be nice to have a bench. <laughs> it must be nice, man. It must be nice. Um, let's hit some Super Chats. Let's Please. do it. What do we got? Please, super unless shots, Smuggets is in there, shots, literally do not <laughs> no. um, Sean says some of the fan base is clearly new to Nug life, Deep or has
3: been here too long.
1: We have the best player on the planet. <laughs> Positive vibes, people. I will. I will tell you. I've told said this so many times. I'm such a believer in NUG life. L I F E, not L Y F E. Me too. I'm, I'm, I'm You're with, with me, you on me on that one. one. So you
3: know what you can't do. You can't write an article and write NUG life with a Y. You just you can't, can't do it. You
1: just can't do yeah. it. <laughs> How do you know? I love that you could say NUG uh, NUG life is fine as long as it has the appropriate. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, what that's, is it? What language is it? Is it Welsh that uses the Y? Is it? Is it? Do you guys know? Dude, do you think about who you're asking. What's that? Think about
0: who you're right, asking. Sorry, I'll ask over here. Um, it is, I don't know.
1: Where the Y becomes, you know what I mean? Is it, No? I thought. The I Y, know,
0: well, the Y becomes, like, the, the double L's become a Y in Spanish, but that's not <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> and if you put Definitely a four not. where
2: the Y is, then it will be Ebonics. <laughs> I'm glad you made that joke. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, vote was going to make it. All right,
1: what else <laughs> we got here? Gene says... Here's to our first season as uh, the season doesn't start until Christmas teams. Well glass. really the season doesn't start until
0: February 23rd That's when Jamal Murray is coming. Back.
1: You know, what's funny about that. Like here's the thing last year This kind of happened when they got off to that such slow start Malone freaked out and like the whole rest of the season was just intense, right? I do wonder They're in the play-in Play him, baby <laughs> no, but I'm saying they're in the play in. That's uncomfortable. I don't want to be in yeah. the play in. And I know they're going to feel this way. So I kind of agree with you, but I don't know, man. I'd rather at least be in that sixth seed. I don't want to play the play-in. Oh, I to play in. Me either. Me I, either. I mean, look.
3: Once Jokic comes back, we can probably set our sights a little higher than yeah, playing. we probably could. But if like the it's win
0: uh, Friday at home with against Jokic. the Bucks against uh, his brother
1: Giannis his brother <laughs> yo the vibes will be a lot you, better we, we, oh, you, oh you're not going to be we're not going to have it oh man we need somebody gonna at gonna the there. We're not, he's just not going to be there we need someone at the arena just, just, just kind of here constantly waiting for the see these guys talking remember the katie Kyrie show yeah katie and Kyrie in the tunnel just kind of like hey man remember we're going to do this we need somebody there yeah can't believe we're already here on Giannis watch um jack bailey oh god do i have to all right here
3: is this the poem there's not much rhymes <laughs> I can rhyme. say, but I guarantee Bol, Bol is not having a good day. Losing keeps me sigh, and, non, me sigh. and non-munders keep making me cry. Amen. That was I was one of your better written runs, Jack. That was, it was a really good one.
2: getting better, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: crediting him, like judging him over here. What grade would you give him tonight? Is he on the grade? Yeah, yeah. B plus B+ on oh, that poem B+. tonight, Jack. Jack. That's like the second a highest grade he'll give out tonight. The, yeah, um, it fucking is. <laughs> um, um, the Munders, man. I'm so bummed. That we have the Munderbet now and my confidence level in a Munder is so low. DraftKings made some money tonight. You they at
0: least got $2 one Two dollars and on fifty cents out of me, man. Yeah. You're welcome, It was like third quarter. They're like, let's run it back. Yeah, let's run it back. Don't this is great. Everybody done just done gives anymore. me money. Who's This
1: idiot that keeps betting. It on would be this? so it would be so appropriate for the Nuggets to get all these munders, get the Munderbet and never get it again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean too, too Well, they're probably not gonna get it against the Bucks. Josh just let's says thoughts on trading
1: for Terrence Ross. Sure, whatever. I don't have thoughts Is bowl in the trade? Are we trading somebody else to the Magic? I, well, well, I was, I was going to say, man, in hindsight, RJ Hampton, Gary Harris, it is a crazy trade. This is why, though, we were talking about Zeke Nagy and what do you do. You know, RJ Hampton kind of played the perf- perfect amount of minutes for the Nuggets last year where yeah. he got showcased just yeah, enough. enough just to, not enough. to showcase much. your talent,
0: but not enough to see that you might be a fraud. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> RJ's a fraud. He's still I'm my guy either. still That's my guy, true. man. But the Magic come to town
0: in a couple games, potential showcase. No, Denver goes
1: to Orlando in a couple
0: games. Oh, that's right. Maybe a a showcase game for uh, Terrence Ross.
1: AJ Walker says, this is the second game in a row where Barton has looked kind of passive. Is it possible the groin injury is bothering him? Also love the show, guys. Thanks, AJ.
3: The only thing is I thought he looked that way in the last game as well prior to the injury. Now, this one was a little different. This one, it looked like... He wasn't afraid to shoot, but he was afraid to drive. Yeah, Maybe he's not hurt, but he's afraid of getting hurt. You know what I mean? Or maybe he's just recognizing when he just doesn't have it. Doesn't have it. I think that's part of it as well. I mean, look, the turnovers tonight really mar it, but eight rebounds, seven assists is actually a pretty good. You talked about him as maybe being an assist an assist mid tonight, and he <laughs> yeah, was. Yeah, he was. It's just the assist Seven that assists. really bogged
1: it down. But I'm telling you, my parlay was a good parlay. You guys to, would have all see. To the point
3: of the question, next time we see him play, I think you really do hope to see him look aggressive and confident when yeah. driving. Otherwise, I'm going to be a touch concerned.
1: Yeah. I'll definitely say I'm a little concerned. But again, I, yeah, I'd, I want to see him when somebody gets back Yoke or yeah. anybody gets back. Yeah. Ray says, nights like this, being a fan is hard. It's always what makes being a fan all the more worthwhile when things go right. Ray, that's why you're the king. <laughs> that's why you're the king of the chat, you're man. A king. I'm, I'm telling you, like, Wick, we, we don't feel it now. We don't recognize it now, but we are blessed with an opportunity to fruit for an underdog. It's not easy. We always have to go through these type of moments. This is kind of a real low, though, honestly, of the yoke era. Like, we haven't been down this bad for a while. But again, anything worth doing is going to be incredibly hard. We always knew Nuggets if they ever climbed the mountain to the top, it was going to be hard as hell. This is another chapter. It's extra hard. Extra hard. This is a, uh, you know, it's a tough chapter, tough chapter in the story. This is um when you're watching a movie, especially if it's like an action movie. You know, there's the one scene where it's like, how do they get out of this? Right. Uh, They're trapped in the car and it's sinking and there's sharks and like, there's no way they can get out of this. This is the scene the Nuggets are in right now. It's like, oh my gosh, they're in a hole. They have to dig their way out.
3: Yeah. I think that's like every scene in the Mishable impossible series.
1: It's actually the whole movie. The it's whole actually series. is some series it's just the whole thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but he's on top of the plane. How could he
0: possibly <laughs> and survive? then Tom Cruise just comes out of nowhere and saves the day He'll
1: jump like out of Nico the new Nikola
0: will on Friday.
1: There we go. Wow. Jokic is Tom Cruise huh? <laughs> We got nothing This doesn't feel good We got nothing We hope everybody enjoys their Thanksgiving holiday We hope you guys, if you're interested in the Colorado Rapids We just did a rapid show tonight I thought was really cool Brought some people in from around the Rapids community They play on Thursday, as Michael Malone would, would let you know Yeah, big Rapids guy Big Rapids guy he Big looked soccer good. guy He looks good in his Rapids jersey, you know <laughs> Yeah, big soccer guy <laughs> yeah. He says he grew
0: up playing soccer, Malone did Yeah,
3: dude, I did too First through fifth
0: grade. I did too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. every kid plays. Size. That's, That's the what I one mean. Yeah. Every yeah. Kid can be in. yeah, yeah.
3: You know what? I our, I played for a team called the Rainbow Falcons, and we had like rainbow armpit wings. Look distressingly what? like the current Nuggets. Uh, really? Yeah. you had panels. They had the you little rainbow Falcons photo coming of this. down. The, it was the Do your parents thing have I'd a photo of this, don't they? Yeah, probably. Can
1: you get find one for I was
3: the middle child, though. Yeah. You know oh I mean? yeah.
2: <laughs> my. Uh... My family swears that I played soccer. I went to a to a
3: swears <laughs> that I
2: did. They swear That's I did. No so I went to, I went to Skate City. It was like a birthday party. Yeah. There was a, there they had like what is it called it, where they they give the trophies out. Well, I stole one of the trophies, <laughs> and and it was the MVP's trophy. So I brought that home, and it was in my little trophy case. And that's, everybody—that's all it was. Everybody swears that I played soccer and of that like, one because trophy of that one trophy. And you know the truth. I know what I did. <laughs> it's a, a trophy
0: you stole from Skate City. Yes. Wow. Skate City so, was a banger man store, back in the soccer. day.
2: Skate C- Skate City,
1: man, that was where it was at. Do you, are you, you guys too young, young for Skate no, City? No, of course I remember Skate City. Can I go city. home? What Did are we you talking skate about? City? Did you use Skate City? I don't
3: know what that means. You do? Can't, well, that doesn't surprise
1: me actually. <laughs> skate, <Yeah>. skate City. <laughs> 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 that's true. That's true. Uh, all right, everybody. Have a great Thanksgiving. Adios.
0: At Hassle Cattle Company this Thanksgiving. Turkey is out. Beef is in. Hassle Cattle is giving our amazing listeners, a holiday special with fifteen percent off your entire purchase at HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR15 at HassleCattleCompany.com. Get fifteen percent off your entire purchase. There's nothing better than delicious wagyu beef as a holiday gift. Serve this up for Thanksgiving. Treat your guests right. Or you can send this to family and friends for a unique and unforgettable Christmas gift. It would definitely be unforgettable. Use the code DNVR15 at checkout at HassleCattleCompany.com for 15% off your entire order. Also, if you order over $200 in Hassle Cattle Company, you're going to get free shipping. Again, that's code DNVR15 at HassleCattleCompany.com. They've got the best Wagyu beef around. They've got everything from smoked sausage to New York strip to bacon to Wagyu franks. They've got everything. Use the code DMVR15 for 15% off your order at HassleCattleCompany.com.